it's Katie Neal. Welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week, I got to sit down with America's favorite duo, Dan and Shay, who just released a new album in September called Bigger Houses. I love this record. If you have not listened to the song Bigger Houses, I highly recommend it. It's so beautiful. Another song from the new album I love that we start this interview off talking about is called We Should Get Married, because as you'll hear, it's actually like very autobiographical to my life. So we got to talk to the guys all about the album. We talked about the conversation that they had at the beginning of last year when they thought, hey, maybe we're going to call it quits as a band. I'm so glad they didn't. We also got to talk a ton about The Voice, which is going to be a really exciting thing coming in 2024 for Dan and Shay. Plus, we got to talk about how Dan recently cut his hair. We got to check in on life for both of the guys. I really hope you enjoy my conversation with Dan and Shay. Dan and Shay, back this week on the Superstar Power Hour. How are you guys? So good. How are you? I'm so good. Um, I have a really funny story to tell you guys Uh-oh. that I've been like dying to tell you since Friday oh, when We Should Get Married came out. <laughs> <laughs> so 15 years ago in 2008, I was in a bar. I was 18 years old. I was in there illegally. Yeah. But I was taking pictures with my girlfriends. And this guy that I had just met that night walked up to me and was like, we should take a picture. I was like, okay. So we did. And he was like, oh, we take great pictures together. We should get married. <laughs> And then he walked away. Dang. And incredible. I thought, what an like what an outrageous thing to say to someone you don't know. It took him twelve years to ask me out, but we're getting married next year. No, no way. way. <laughs> That's unreal. So when Seriously. this came out last week, I sent it to him. I was like, "You have to listen to this. You're gonna die." And he was like, "That is hilarious. That's perfect." Like, because just totally drunk, walked up to me. He was like, "We should get married," and walked away. That's unbelievable. <laughs> it has to be a part of your wedding. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what he said he was like, "Maybe this should be our first dance song." And I was like, "Dan and Shay have some other songs. I think that maybe <laughs> no, would but fit you could be the first that ones. moment a little that's bit right. better. You could be the we'll first definitely... ones. You got to learn the quick dance. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not a good dancer, so I can't do any choreography. So I was like, maybe something a little slower from their catalog. You know, they've got a few, but there you go. I was just cracking. That's up. amazing. That, that was so fun. So that's great. Yeah, love this song. Huge fan of this one. Thank you. Also huge fan of the title track bigger houses like Uh, this just hit me right in the chest like i feel like you can't write a song like this unless you've done some like really good like work on yourself yeah we're proud of this one for sure and uh it's just one of those songs that it came in after we had pretty much finished the whole album i think save me the trouble was like that too we'd kind of thought we were done and it was like we're just writing for fun that was was what happened with speechless when Mm -hmm. all the pressure's off when nobody's looking over your shoulder saying Okay, guys, did you get an up tempo today? Do we got any single contenders? And you just kind of write something special like that. And we wrote that with our buddy Andy Albert, who we wrote a lot of these songs with, who I moved to Nashville with, you know, over 10 years ago. And my wife, Abby, was over at Andy and Emily's house, his wife, and they had just had their second kid. He just bought this house in West Nashville. Beautiful, beautiful house. He was coming off a few hits, huge life milestone. And you know how it is when you're showing somebody your new house, you're like making all these apologies. Well, you know, when, trust us when we saw this or like fix the garden, it's going to look. Mm-hmm. And Abby's like, guys, this house is amazing. Like, don't need to apologize for anything. She's like, we're always talking about like other, you know, higher highs, whatever, bigger houses, always looking on like Redfin, like seeing what's out there. It's like, we got to appreciate what we have right now. Life yeah. is really good. We have roofs over our heads. We can afford to eat food. Like we should not take any of this for granted. She's such a thoughtful person like that. And she said the bigger houses thing. And Andy, we were in that session. And he was like, dude, this might be like kind of weird, but Abby was over at the house. Like we were showing her the new place and she said this thing and I wrote down bigger houses in my phone. I was like, that's pretty good. Like, tell me yeah. more. He's like, I, I hear in this hook thing about happiness I've found is it don't live in bigger houses. And I was like, well, the song is done. <laughs> and we just yeah. filled in the blanks from there. And it was just one of those ones that just felt like it had the magic. And then 
Shay sang his absolute tail off mm. on that. I mean, it just feels so emotional and vulnerable. And it was important for us to keep it recorded like that, stripped down with an acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. not have any frills, no drums on it, to just really let it be about the words and the message. And Shay and I have talked about this a lot. I feel like it's exactly where we are in our lives. You know, we've been through a lot. We've seen the highest of highs. We've seen the mm-hmm. lowest of lows. You just realize it's about the people that you're with. It's about the people that you love. It's not about material things or, or chasing more houses or more awards or more number ones. I mean, all those things are great. We're competitive. Mm-hmm. It feels good when we get a, a hit song on the radio or when we win an award, but it's like, it's about the time that you get to spend with the people around you. And I feel like lately we're, we're realizing that maybe it's because we're getting older, but we're realizing that more than ever. And I know, Shay, you really connected with that song in a big way. Yeah, I think this is my favorite song we've ever done. The first time that I, I got to hear the song, I was actually back in Arkansas at the farm that I grew up on, you know, oh. at my parents' house. And I just remember Dan sending this song to me and being like, I don't know if this is like any good, uh, but just check it out. And I know when he, you know, kind of <laughs> sends that out and said like, I'm not sure if this is good. I know it's about to be absolute fire if he sent it to me. And uh, I was just sitting there on the couch listening to that song. And I was like, we have to record this. I feel like for the very first time this album as a whole, I feel like my personal life with my family and our band have just aligned. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good feeling. I feel like, you know, I've kind of had my family life and my band life, and those were kind of two separate things. But really what we're singing about and just the place that Dan and I are in now, those two things have come together in such a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And that song just, I don't know, just hit me right in the heart. And especially being in the place that my dad taught me and my mom taught me all those lessons that money can't buy you happiness. It's, you know, look around, this is it right here. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of all came flooding in. And I was like, this is a very special song. And it's a song that I listen to almost daily to remind myself like, you know what? The thing that really, really matters is is not the result of what we get and what we get from this song or from our career. It's really about the experiences and the people that are around us. And it's just a really special reminder that I think our fans are obviously going to resonate with. But I feel like we needed more than anybody yeah. to be able to hear that message and people, our peers as well. Mm-hmm. And the amount of s- stories and like messages that we get from that song is crazy. It's never like a love the song. It's like a back in 1974, my family, you know, <laughs> and it's Dan amazing. Yeah, 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 it's, we're in for it yeah. Now. it's really profound though. And I think it, there's something to, I think what you said, like getting a little bit older, you realize like, Oh, it actually, I don't have to like keep chasing this thing like I should really just appreciate like what is right here in mm. front of me and what a I, weight dropped you know it's oh. like when you give that up I know it's like oh god this is this, this is, is fun so, again this yeah. is way more fun than whatever I was doing before this so totally. yeah just beautiful and I love like all of like the album artwork like when I saw you guys just sitting on this like perfectly manicured little house I thought it was like so great and I love that you're like very serious but I also was like where are the outtakes from this of you guys like running around like playing in the house and coming oh, out the door oh it's crazy there's some, there's some wild I photos. was like there has to be like you can't walk up like the second you walk up to that house you want to peek inside yeah it's, it's pretty insane people thought we green screened it and there's like we really? saw a lot of comments and I thought the same thing are we giants or is it a tiny house? Like we could possibly, it could be a normal sized house, but we're giants. Could be, yeah, we're giants. Like we become giants sometimes. Yeah. It's like sometimes we do that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know, on the weekends. It's just a thing we do it's sometimes. It's a Saturday shoot, you know, it's all good. Yeah, it's uh, they built that house. It's legit. It has like power in it and stuff. And they're like, what? it's awesome. We'll take it everywhere for like album promo. We'll pop it up, you know, and it's like. So is it like coming on stage and everything? Well, we thought so, but the guy, it took him like a couple days to like, put the house up everyone but the guy who made it was like yeah that's not gonna work this is very intricate there's no way you can bring this out and and we were like how do we get on here because we wanted to like do the album cover oh yeah i sketched it out it's like bigger houses and it's like well everything's 
falling off the, (laughs) and I was like, we need to be like sitting on the edge or whatever. And I was like, can we, will this like awning support us? And he's like, yep, jump on up. You sure? And we literally jumped on up. Yeah. And the we house stood on it for a couple. We stood of days, on it. Yeah. It's sturdy. Can you imagine you get up there and it like tips over? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not what you want. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. wild. How fun though. Well, hopefully some version of the house like finds its way. I think we're to gonna be bring it. In all this. Yeah, we're gonna bring it in for a few things. Yes. Yeah. But and then great. after we're done with it, my I've promised my kids that it's I was going in my say. backyard. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna I might have to steal it. Everyone's like, you can't take that home with you. But my kids are banking on that ending up somewhere they can go inside. That's, That's the only so... thing. They watch that video like every night. It's their thing. Watch Daddy in the streams. I like it. Daddy and Uncle. Dan's house is what they call it. Can you can we see Daddy and Uncle Dan's house? I love it's that the thing. so I, I don't much. know where it is right now. I'd be very curious to know. It's at my house. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, it's my I haven't you said ask. anything, but Asher's it's, uh, living in it. <laughs> I know exactly where it is. That's so funny. You guys really like announced this new album, this new chapter by kind of being really vulnerable with where you guys were as a band a year ago and the really honest conversation that you guys came to have, came together to have about like whether or not you were going to continue to do this. So I'm just curious, like in that conversation that you guys were having, like I'm sure that, which was really difficult, like what was the turning point of that conversation where you were like, no, we're going to stick this out? I, I think honestly, just the, the move uh, of us getting together, yeah. that just that step forward, that was very brave, honestly, of, of Dan. Seriously? That wasn't an easy conversation or, uh, you know, at all to have. And I feel like we were both, uh, you know, in this place where, you know, we really had been doing this for a long time and it's like a marriage, you know, when you're doing this, we really? both know how that is. We're both married and I feel like communication is key on those things. And I just think it wasn't necessarily a fight. We didn't have a fight at all, which we talk about, like maybe that was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to, I mean, you learn how to fight when you're married and that's mm-hmm. a really important piece of being able to heal and to move on. And we had just been going for so long that we hadn't had time to talk things through or like work through some of our issues that were very small things that turned into bigger things over time. That just happens in any relationship. And we'd gotten to this place where we just didn't love music like we did. It was mm-hmm. like after that last tour, we just got so burnt out. We were tired and COVID, you throw that in there. And there was just, I mean, we were both going through our own struggles and we talk a little bit about that, but I won't go into detail about that. But it was just, it was a lot of stuff that we needed to just talk about. And at that that night that I got the text message, Dan was like, hey man, do you want to want to get together? I My stomach kind of dropped and I was like, this, this could be it, you know? And like, mm. it was heavy. I mean, I remember driving over there, like sweating and just being like, I have no idea what, like our band, we might be breaking up tonight. Like this mm-hmm. could be the, the last of Dan and Shay. And it was just, a lot of emotions were kind of flooding in because you just don't know, you know, this yeah. has been our life for 10 years and it means so much to us. And, you know, the, the threat of that kind of being taken away uh, was really rough. And I, I, for both of us, it wasn't that one of us were deciding to leave. It was just, there were issues that we had to take care of. And I didn't know how that night was going to go. And I remember getting there and, and we sat down and Dan was like, proceeds to then just open this conversation and apologize for things. I'm then apologizing for stuff. It just kind of all came out. And it mm-hmm. was just this huge, just burden, I guess, this weight that kind of fell off of us. Yeah. And that night we were like, not knowing what the future of uh, held, you know, for us, we knew we had the Kenny Chesney tour coming up. And I know this is a long answer to your no, question, okay. but it was just such a relief. And we knew we had the Kenny Chesney tour coming up and we said, you know what, whether or not we continue to be a band after this, let's go out on a high and be like, you know what, we're, we, no one can ever take away what we've gotten to do away from mm-hmm. us. And Dan had said, Dan and Shay is always going to be a tattoo on someone's arm. It's always going to be a first dance and nobody could take that away from us. And so that was a, a huge moment to be like, okay, 
And we decided that night that we were just going to get ourselves right. And we said, okay, three days a week, let's just get together and hang out. And let's just get us right. Let's have fun Mm -hmm. on this Chesney tour. We'll figure out the future later. But we knew we had to get right with ourselves. And that was a huge weight off. And that turned into us writing what we think is the best album of our career. It wasn't forced. It was just this very genuine, authentic, just kind of healing, I guess, of of what we were doing. It turned into a lot of therapy sessions. Not necessarily therapy is the wrong word to say, but it was therapy to me. I got to, yeah, I got to hang out with my best friend with no agenda again. Mm -hmm. And that hadn't happened in a long time. And it was just us hanging out. And after we'd written like four songs, we're like, this is good. (laughs) Maybe we should do this, you know? And and it turned into us being like, okay, man, we've got this figured out. And it meant a lot to both of us. I feel like that we were both willing to fight for this band because it would be easy for any band. You watch it happen all the time yeah. where it's like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this hard stuff. I don't want to like, I, I can make these decisions on my own. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, we, we both have been working at this a long time. Like if we wanted to, like you could make a case like, oh, you guys could do it like on your own. That's not the case. There is magic when we get together and write songs and I don't want to do it any other way. Yeah. I don't want to go do a, a solo project. That's just not what I want to do with my life. I, Dan and Shay has meant so much to so many people. And I feel like we, we owe that to our fans to, to keep going and to fight through it and show people that when things get hard, you don't just quit. You work yeah. through it and there's magic in that. And now on the other side of it, it's just like, look what we have to show for all of this. Exactly. It's incredible. We have you know a new appreciation for what we get to do. We have this incredible album that we're so proud of deeply and have memories associated with creating this album and have a new path forward and what the, the future of Dan and Shay looks like. That's amazing. And I really like applaud you guys for sharing that part of your journey because you really like very easily could have just like sat on that and never brought it up. But I think that sharing that conversation is really powerful, probably for a lot of people, whether you're dealing with something in your personal relationship or a business relationship, like it's important to hear that, I think. Totally. It was helpful for us. And we thought, you know, if we're going through it, chances are good that somebody else is going through it too. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether it's on that level or a different level, it's just like that bigger houses thing you said it's like we see so many messages in our dms like dear dan and shay i watched the drive and you know like this is going to be something when you open it and you do and it's like a novel of what that meant to somebody and like that's that i don't know it's so validating for us to see that i feel like you guys Um, have reached a new vulnerability of your art for sure i mean everything for the last 10 years has been pretty squeaky clean on our socials you know and i think it is for a lot of people and i think that's a pressure that society and social media has put on all of us. It's like everything's got to be perfect at all times. You can't have mm-hmm. any any cracks or whatever in the armor. And it's like for us to put that out there, I think it, A, gives context to this music that's coming out. But B, it just lets everybody know that we're human, you know, yeah. and that we're people. And it's not just a social media facade. And I feel like that's made our fans connect with us even more than they ever have. Totally. It really is. And it's such a great album. So you guys, album's coming out. You're also in the middle right now of filming a lot of stuff for The Voice, which is super (laughs) exciting. Talk to me, like, what was the initial reaction when you found out that they wanted you both to come on the show? So we we did this meeting. Our manager texted us and he was like, hey, they're like, you know, doing interviews for The Voice. And I was like, well, they're probably interviewing every, like, big superstar. We don't have a chance. He's like, I'd like you guys to take the breakfast or whatever. We're like, we'll take the (laughs) breakfast. Take the meeting. Yeah, Yeah. maybe we'll get a free coffee out of it. Who knows? (laughs) And we went. It was great. We had an instant connection with all the folks from NBC and from The Voice. They were awesome. And we were like, yeah, all right, maybe we'll, it'll get us like a performance on the show, you know? Like months went by. I thought we didn't get it. You were like checking in with Jason every day, like, <laughs> hey, man, any update from The Voice? He's like, I don't, I, you haven't heard from him. Like, 
but I feel good. They love you guys. And I was like, there's no chance. We kept hearing, by the, this weekend, I'll know something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, <laughs> we should have an answer by the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> end of the week rolls around next week. We should have an answer by the end of the week. And then I was actually at the beach, and Megan Maroney and her friends were there. She doesn't even know this, but they were all there for St. Patrick's Day, and they were hanging out, and they hit up Abby and I. They're like, hey, come to the bar. Like We're drinking green beer and doing the thing. And they, I feel like, are way younger than us. they just gotten out of college. And like, right. They can they, drink. They can like drink. A, exactly. <laughs> they were having a good time. They're awesome, like the sweetest people. Mm-hmm. And we're like, sure, we'll walk down. And we walk down, and we're doing the St. Patrick's Day thing and like working on the next day's hangover. And Jason, he texts us. He's like, hey, can, can you guys get on the phone? And it was like a Saturday or something. It was St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. I was like, all right, this is probably either really good or really bad. <laughs> I was like, all right, sure, sure. It was like pouring down rain at the beach. And so I'm like out there trying to find a quiet spot. We got on like this conference call. And he's like, how would you guys like to be the coaches on The Voice? And I was like, like no, what? what? Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> but then I like, you know, we're on the phone hyping and everybody's stoked. And yeah, we're on the phone. Like everybody's super excited, like celebrating. And then I like go back in the bar and I was like, I can't tell anybody this. <laughs> and like, I did. Oh, we were yeah. there for like four more hours. I didn't even tell Abby. You're just like bursting. Yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. so funny. Pretty crazy. Shay stayed on Jason though pretty hard every day. Every single day I was like, hey man, uh, you heard anything? Because I feel like before this, I'd never even thought about that being a dream of mine. But then of it was like, dangled in front of you. Yeah, and then they, they put it they, they put it in front of me, and I was like, I don't think that I've ever wanted to do anything else with my life than be a coach <laughs> of the force. I was born to be on the Yeah, I was, like, I was clearly born to do this. Uh, I, I know how to talk a lot, and you can't shut me up. This is perfect. Uh, but no, it was like it was just so funny because I didn't care at all, and then I cared a whole lot, and I was like, I really hope that you don't ruin my dream, yeah. Jason, of being on The Voice. You you know I've always wanted to do this, even though I haven't thought about it a single time until before this moment. But it was crazy. I was I was so nervous that we weren't going to get it, and uh, it's a lot of work. But we are so excited and to be able to you know be able to watch this whole process unfold, and we've been having a blast with it. It's Who do you feel like is your biggest competition? I would say Reba. Yeah, she's the only other country act, and mm. she's Reba. Yeah, How are you supposed you to be, be like, re- yeah. yeah, who's your competition? Like, well, Reba McIntyre, mm. I would say, is a massive. We're going head to head with her for the country acts, though. Oh yeah, I yeah, know. I didn't even ruthless. think about that. It's ruthless. Be... Wait, so here's my question: because you guys are like in the same conjoined chair, what if there's like one of you has doubt, one of you doesn't? How do you decide who gets to hit the button? Tune, tune in NBC eight seven Central to watch us <laughs> on the Voice. <laughs> is that even when it airs? I don't, I don't know, know but that sounds pretty good. I, I was like, oh, hiding over the button of like, no, don't hit it, no, hit it, like. Well, you're turning either way. If the button gets yeah. pushed, you're turning. And I feel like we kind of told each other, like, look, if there's someone that you really, really love, mm-hmm. then you get one of those where you don't even have to, like, if you feel that strongly about it, I don't think we'll have any of those, actually. But we kind of got our signs down. We thought we were going to come up with signs, but you're like it's some really, baseball it's moves. crazy. We don't have to. Like, I'm there, like, really in deep thought, and then you watch, like, the dailies back, and the camera's, like, literally right on you, and, like, every little hand twitch I'm doing is on there. I'm like... <laughs> Really listening, it's crazy. That's wild. Yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy to see it like fully, you know, edited and yeah. put it out to the. And then obviously you do the lives. You know, you tape a lot of it, but then you go to the lives, and it's a whole other, whole other beast. So I'm excited to kind of watch it unfold because you don't know what it's gonna look like until it's like on TV. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and they're like, like they always pick up the thing that you don't think they're gonna pick. Of up. Of course, and... me like picking my nose in the side <laughs> or something. I'm like, I didn't think they saw that. Oh my gosh, see everything. How fun to be like hanging out with like you know. John Chance the Rapper and like it's pretty crazy yeah John is like he's just genius 
he's like, like next he's just, level like yeah. that's he speaks like a, i'm like man this guy is he's smart yeah <laughs> so talented too just such a good person chance everybody's awesome it's just a good crew yeah it's that's a good awesome crew for sure well music this new tv show that you're on everything's going great how's life right now Life is amazing. If you had asked us this any other time when we we're about to put out an album, we're like, well, we haven't been die. home and uh, I haven't slept in you know, 14 months. But this has been honestly such a great time in both of our lives of things are really hectic. You know, We're getting ready to put out an album that always gets really busy, but it's been incredible. I feel like we've truly, through all of this stuff and the creation of this album, have came to a, a new appreciation of not only what we get to do, but our lives, You know, yeah. and really taking those moments, moment by moment. And, you know, I've got three kids now and that kind of forces you to slow down and it's chaos all the time. And you have to learn how to live in that, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and take from the moments. And it's just been a really sweet time. I know that, you know, this moment of time flies by really quickly and my oldest is six already and I don't know how that happened. And it's just wild. You know, we, they've kind of watched, you know, me and, and uncle Dan, you know, grow up with them, I feel like, and learn a lot of hard lessons and, I'm really proud of them to, they're going to look back and see the drive, you know, when they're 13 mm-hmm. years old and, and be like, well, that was, I never knew that happened, you know, right. <laughs> I, did, I had no idea about any of this. And I don't know, I'm super proud of the example that, that we're setting for our kids and, you know, moving forward and, and other people, you know, just people mm-hmm. that are watching. I'm, I'm proud of what we've done with the the work that we put in ourselves. And I feel like it is reflected on the way that we're able to really slow down and enjoy our families and be like, okay, you know what? None of this matters that much. Let's take a time Mm -hmm. to enjoy our family and our friends and obviously put in when it's time to work, let's work harder than anybody else in the room. But also when it's time to be home, let's be fully present and and try to enjoy these moments because they go by so quick. It's so true. Dan, what about you? I'm tired. No, I'm good. We are exhausted. No, no. It's good. Mixing a record for six months. Abby's killing it. But the animal rescue stuff, they just opened a brick and mortar spot um, in Nashville. And I think they've rescued like 2,500 dogs since they started. Amazing. Which is unbelievable. They're killing it. And everything's good. It's, It's busy right now. It's crazy. Like you plan this album release and then the voice gets thrown in at the very same time. We're trying to plan a tour. Um, it's chaotic, but it, it's good. It's exciting times. We're proud of this music, you know, and it feels good to get it out there. And once it's out there, it's out there. But right now we're buckled down the social media thing. I was off social media for a while and now I'm like I'm hitting that breaking point where I'm like, I'm on social media trying to respond to every one of our fans for 18 hours a day. I got to probably dial it back before yeah. I hit dark times again, but it's necessary evil, you know, proud for of sure. this music and getting it out there and once we get on tour, I feel like that's like when everything kind of settles. Is, well, yeah. is you know counterintuitive as that sounds, but you're slows busy, a little bit. I'm sure, but it's a little more routine. You mm-hmm. know, it's, you're going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, doing the thing, coming back, resetting, going back out. That's going to be exciting, especially with new music. Yeah, and I mean, you get to feel the fans' energy, which is a different thing. You know, when you're so on different. social media, it's a one way yep. input. You know, you're, <laughs> yeah, a one way you output. Get, if you don't get good engagement, you're like, oh man, we're toast. Yeah, we're yeah. on stage and there's like you feel it. a couple thousand people there singing your words back. You're like, nah, we're doing all right. Yeah, we're doing all right. <laughs> doing all right. You guys are doing all right. Can we talk about your haircut? Yeah, it's short. Well, I just had headphones on, so it's probably like no, no, no. Bit. Like I just like how was it? Like cutting? It had gotten very long. I know, honestly. It wasn't that big of a change for me because no. I feel like I had this haircut for longer than the super long hair. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like every time I saw you, it was probably like in the full, you know, <laughs> yeah, curls. Yeah, yeah. The thing. <laughs> but at home, it was always like pulled back. Mm. So like looking in the mirror kind of didn't look 
that much that different. much different. You know but when you go to wash it, I'm sure oh, it's, it's like a, it's so it's easy, so it's, much easier. It was a what a hassle. I mean, that much hair, long. You got to like run shampoo through it like four times. Those it's, curls are work, Dan. I get it's it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> this is pretty easy. Yeah, I, not quite as easy as Shay's. It's haircut. not quite as easy as this. I don't do anything nowadays. Yeah. As long as I have a fresh cut, I literally can wake up and be like, I'm ready to go. I'm doing nothing. Like I've cut. Like if we ever have to go, you know, for on camera stuff for the mm-hmm. voice or anything like that, it's the easiest. <laughs> Dan's like, all right, I got I to gotta get there at this time and get ready. And I show up like three minutes before. I'm like, cool, we'll get a little powder. We're good to go. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, thank God you don't have it for the boys. That would have been so... You're doing totally. like hair and makeup for a really long time. It starts early too, you know? It's like, oh it's a whole process. But yeah, I don't know if I'll grow it back. Probably not. Yeah, and it's hard yeah. once you've gotten Especially back. on stage when it's like a summer show and it's hot. It's just like incubating all that heat. It's wild. It's you could get you a, a nice little... You've, I think you've still got your hair, right? I know you're going yeah. to donate that. You could get a wig made. You know what I mean? True. If you ever wanted to bring it back, you could just pop it on there. Or you could pop it on today. I could maybe borrow it, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I I could become a hat guy. I'm jealous of like all the country artists who are hat guys. I feel like it takes all the pressure off. True. You know, whether it's a cowboy hat or like a baseball cap, I feel like it's just like that's your thing. Do you think you have to like still, you know, kind of make sure your hair looks good under that just in case you pop it off? There's you don't want to reveal a crow's nest under there. We're always talking about Riley Green. He's going to hear us and be like, these guys are so creepy. What a good looking man, though. You know what I mean? He wears yeah. a baseball hat and he takes it off and it still looks perfect. Yeah, he's ripped. That's, yeah, that's for the sure. that's Yeah, things the are key. like ridiculously working out for him and like whatever. Yeah. He's very lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being ripped is like. Yeah, it's yeah. number one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So while we have you on the show this week, we're playing like a bunch of Dan and Jay songs. So I'd love to talk about just the stories behind some of them. Let's do the single first Save Me the Trouble. Talk about like why you wanted this to be the single and what stood out to you about it. Yeah, I, I honestly think this is like the best. Dan and Chase song we've ever put out. I was on the bus the other night with the band boys and I was like, all right, we're having a bracket. Like, what's the best Dan and Chase song? And it's not just like, oh man, what a lyric. These guys like Bluebird momented that chorus. It's like overall production, lyric. I wouldn't even consider success a part of it, but I mean, mm-hmm. there's some correlation between success. Like if it was a huge, like Tequila or Speechless, like those were, you yeah. know, very successful and I would put them at the top of the list, you know, of our of our songs. And I think we got to like, Speechless Tequila, Save Me the Trouble. And I'm not wow. just like manifesting that because it's our current single, but I truly think it's like the best that we've done so far. And hopefully we keep pushing that bar, but I just think across the board, I think that song on paper, if you're writing it out, is pretty airtight. You know, it all points to the hook. The vocal performance on the track is nuts. The band is just like super, super elevated, super musically advanced. Justin Ebank's mix on it is like, it's a masterpiece. He crushed it. The mastering on it, everything about it, like, you know, I have no notes. Looking back on it, I'm like, we left no stone unturned on that. Really proud of it. But back to the creation of that song, we'd kind of finished the record and all the pressure was off and we were just writing, hanging out with our friends. And I had that title in my phone and I thought it was going to be like an up-tempo, like kind of mm-hmm. hokey country thing. Like, if you're going to break me, break my heart or whatever, like save me the trouble sort of thing. And we just started like kicking around ideas on it. We always wanted to have a song that could be like a huge performance moment, like Mm -hmm. the CMAs, like a Stapleton Timberlake kind of thing where Shay can just go off on the vocals. Mm -hmm. And we sang that melody and I was like, this might be it, you know? And we kind of just like, we're doing this soulful thing on the piano and and we finished that song and I was like, all right, we're going to cut this. Like we didn't have any studio sessions booked, so we booked a band, booked Ocean Way, and we went and cut it as quickly as we could. We were trying to figure out what the first single was. I feel like we had a few on there that were contenders. Mm-hmm. There were some folks who, you know, were like, we should go with up tempo, like more country kind of sounding stuff. And I had an epiphany one night. I was listening to the album. I had my phone sitting on the kitchen counter and it was playing. And I heard that song and I was like, how could it not be Save Me the Trouble? It's mm-hmm. got to be the first single. 
just feel like for so many reasons, Shay's mentioned this a few times, it just doesn't ask any questions, leaves no room for second guessing. It just kicks the door down. It's unapologetic. I feel like it takes everything that people might have loved about Dan and Shay in the past, incorporates that, but it also like shows our evolution where we're going. There's some stuff like we should get married. I feel like if we had come out of the gate with that, it's like, whoa, like where do you leave. go from there? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But Save Me the Trouble felt like the natural progression. Mm-hmm. Quintessential Dan and Shay, but I just like something about it was just like locked in and felt really proud. Had the biggest ad day of our career, which was crazy. So Ten years in. To have that many ads, our team absolutely killed it for us. Country radio had our backs. And this one's flying up the chart. I'm fired up about it. It's been insane at shows. I posted a video the other night yeah. and it was like crowds popping off for it. That's Sick. so awesome. So, I yeah. love that. We'll We're go, proud of it. We'll go from like current single right now to stepping back in time a little bit to first number one with nothing like you. I always love to ask people <laughs> at that point in your career, you've been like a starving artist. You've had no money. You're like really like slumming it for a while. What was the first number one purchase that each of you made? Oh my goodness. I was gonna say I thought we were talking about nothing like you. Very, I have to say this because "Save Me the Trouble" was you know kind of end of the album. We didn't know you know that that song was gonna make the album. Mm-hmm. Nothing like you is the same way. That was uh, really? that was a last minute addition uh, to that album, uh, and I feel like that was always something that our friends and family were like, oh, "I love that song." My dad loved that song, and I was like, oh. "Oh, dad loves that song. He's probably gonna yeah. be okay." But yeah, I don't know. My first, I think the first thing that I ever bought. Was movie was movie chairs. Shut up. It really was. I I had bought a condo. It was like the first place I'd ever bought. Uh, and we had been doing. I don't remember when I bought that. I'm assuming that was when we finally got paid mm-hmm. from that first song. And my first like splurge purchase was I walked into Best Buy, and I, at this time, you know, I'm single. <laughs> I've got you know nothing going on in my life, love wise. And I, I watched movies all the time, and I was like, I know what I need. I walked into Best Buy, saw this 75-inch brand-new Sony TV, and they had, like, the whole setup, right? It uh-huh. had, like, a rug, and it had these three movie chairs that reclined. And I was like, if I've never been to heaven, but this is has to be similar to that, is this setup right here. And so I, I, got, I was like, wrap it up. I'm doing <laughs> I'm it. I'm digging home. And so for about two years, I had that as my living room <laughs> was just movie chairs. That was my furniture. And I didn't met, have a couch. And then you met your wife, and I guarantee that you don't own any of that anymore. I do not own them anymore. No. <laughs> I do not. That lasted about... I can see them still being in your possession. They they are not in my possession, but I'll tell you where they are. They're at my parents' exactly. house because I <laughs> yeah. saw them the other day. We were actually... My dad has these... Like, I grew up on a farm, and they have these two red barns that my dad... He owns a construction yeah. company, always building projects built his office out of this, you know, one of the red barns. And I went in there and he had put this TV in there. And sure enough, don't even know how they got there. But the three, the movie chairs were set up Hannah in like, pristine position. <laughs> it <Yeah>. was amazing. <laughs> totally. That's amazing. What about Please you, Please take care of these. I'm so frugal. Uh, maybe cheap is a better word. <laughs> I, I still don't think I've bought anything. You still have I, it, yeah. I would, okay, we'll let so you know. I had to buy a car. I bought a Toyota FJ Cruiser, which is awesome, which mm-hmm. I feel like was a good investment because yeah. the dealership calls me because they stopped making them and they offer me more money than I paid for it. It has like 20,000 miles on it still and I got it over 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, oh my God. We got a hybrid Camry, which is awesome. You know, we're getting good gas mileage out yeah. of that. I would still be driving the first car that I moved you here with. Be. I got like T-Bone. I was coming around the uh, roundabout and I was like cruising and a guy just pulled out and like slammed yeah, in. Yeah, the Korean I, veterans one, right? Yeah, yeah. car yeah. was total. Smashed, <laughs> broke my wrist. It was a whole thing. That was early on. I, I don't spend money on anything. No, I, no, he doesn't. I've bought a house since, you know. Well, that was mainly for the dogs, yeah. though, honestly. Because like, we lived in a house that didn't have much yard. Yeah. We got four dogs. I was like, man, we got to get some grass for these dogs. Oh and we my did. Gosh. Moved out to the burbs. 
We're on the burbs now. I love that for you though. What else? I, I haven't bought much. I got always... one of those like uh, those garden things. <laughs> oh yeah, the lettuce grow. That's yeah, pretty that sick. was <laughs> that <was> free though. <laughs> I hit yeah. him with the Instagram DM. Yeah, I people what they bought. They're like, I bought a car. I bought a yeah. house. You're like, I bought a lettuce grower. <laughs> I got it for free. It was pretty sick. Pretty <laughs> it's like six hundred bucks. I'm not paying for that. But I hit him up on DMs and we've like we posted about it a yeah. lot because it's sick. Have you ever seen one of those things? Like one of the tower the hydroponic garden things. Yeah, I'm, I'm I think growing, Kelsey like, had one produce, for a while. Yeah, that kind of stuff in there. Oh but yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not legal yet. You get lettuce in there. Kale, we grew like cucumbers, grew a pumpkin on there, a watermelon. It's pretty nuts. That's the last thing I thought though. you would say, but that's amazing. You yeah. guys, thank you so much for the time today. I thought that this album was so special. I feel like thank it's you. so hard to do what you did with this, which is take what you do already really well and somehow do it even better. And oh, that was thank my takeaway from Bigger Houses. So thank you. It's the, the kindest time. thing ever. We could hang out here all day. Oh, thank this you. is amazing. Appreciate thank it. you very much. For, thanks for listening to the album. I, no, also, I, really I love that it. story. About we should get we married. Should get married. That Here, made wait. my day. That's amazing. Can I show you? I, I found this. So the, I posted the picture on Facebook. This is 15 years ago. Me and that my was when he walked up. He walked what up. He goes, those? we should take a picture. Where and he was did. It in New he York? literally looked at it and he goes, we should get married. <laughs>